Okay, so here's the deal with the show. The, the deal with the show is that, uh, first of all, about phones. You two guys, Stephen and, uh, and Kim. It's on phone. It's on no, side. no, I'm just going to tell you the opposite. We don't care about that here. You can keep yeah. your phone out. Phone a friend. You can take calls. You can text people. Yeah. You can make calls during the show. We're not worried about that. Okay. So keep the phone turned on. It's more fun <laughs> that way. I'm, I, I have mine on here. I'm hoping someone's going to call. Um, that's the first thing. Secondly, uh, it's not like an interview show where I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. It's just a conversation. Cool. So uh, you just, you know, everyone can just keep talking anytime they feel like it and chipping. You don't have to what? wait. Exactly. Just like that. You don't have to wait for anyone to, do, but to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So we're pretty much ready to get started. Everybody all right? Everyone got a drink? I I'm do. I'm very mm. glad you made me get a drink. You are why, there you go. Danielle? Because it tastes really good. Oh, what okay. are you drinking? A white wine. White wine. What kind of wine? Chardonnay. Okay. Kim, you have to talk into the mic. Who are you te- Kim, who are you texting? Marty Fredrickson. Who is Marty Fredrickson? Major songwriter. Really? Yeah. What's he what does major mean? <laughs> oh, let's see. His first song that he ever had a hit was Jaded by Aerosmith. What does it hit mean? There and Pink and uh, Carrie Underwood and, and on and on. Well, a lot of people might not know who you are, but you know that there's... There's a lot of people who have sold records in New Orleans who have had a lot of records sold. Dr. John, Alan mm-hmm. Toussaint. You've probably sold more records than all those people. And yet I think Not probably myself. very few people, people know I your name. With. But yeah, your name is on them. Kim Stevens is a major A&R guy. From cool. Yeah. What was it? Warner Brothers? Uh, Atlantic? Capital Virgin. And uh, was working presently at Hit Shop, which is through, distributed through Warner's. And... Uh, Doing some uh, additional work with the consultant work with a couple other labels. It's a pretty understated sort of a guy. I think most people in New Orleans don't even know who you are, right? No. So you're under the radar. Yep. You don't live here, though, do you, Kim? Yeah. Half you the do? Month. I live in the North Shore. I didn't even know Bush. that. Oh. I live in Bush. Oh, shit. Bush, Louisiana. Have you yeah. been there the whole time, ever since you were like a fan? That's cool. No, I think when I first met you, I lived uh, by the lakefront, West End. Oh, yeah, really? Mm-hmm. By me. And you made a whole bunch of money? I grew up by the lakefront. Danielle, did you? I did. What suburb? Um, I grew up in Lake Terrace, and my parents live in Lake Shore, and I um, took a little vacation for two years with them. What do you, does that mean? I lived with them for two years. Which two years? Recently. <laughs> um, as an adult, yes. Was that well, after They can't Katrina? get rid of me. Are you living with them right now? No. What happened? I am an adult. No, you had to get the hell out. <laughs> yes. I am an adult. So they're still in Lake... Something They're in Lake Shore. Lake Shore. Mm-hmm. What is Be- it between Lakeview, Lake Shore, Lake Vista, and so on? Um, so along the lake, there are different neighborhoods. There's Lake Shore, Lake Vista, Lake Terrace, Lake Oaks. And then on the other side of Robert E. Lee is Lakeview. Okay. So you, you live the same time Kim lived there? Do you ever see each other walking dogs? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Kim, you have a dog? Uh, yeah. What have you got? I got a miniature long-haired dachshund. Ah, cute. Hmm. Daniel, what sort of dog do you have? I have a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Wow, that's a big dog. She's actually not so big for a Ridgeback. What's her name? Pearl. Pearl? Kim, what's your dog's name? Moonshine. Nice. <laughs> they should go on like a date. Do anyone else have dogs here? <laughs> I have a dog. Steven, what do you got? It's gener- generic. A little bit of everything. That's the name of the dog? <laughs> that's <laughs> a brand. great idea. Great name. It's a generic yeah. dog. Anola Special it's a Bread. It's a mutt. It's a mutt. I've that? never heard anyone Anola describe their job. Anola Special Bread. Too. Yes, exactly. What about you guys? No. Nope. I have two dogs. You have two dogs. They're Sophia. Scotties. They're both Scotties? Mm-hmm. Are they related to each other? They're twins. 
Twins. Nice. Are they identical? Pretty much. I mean, I can tell them apart, but that's because... What's the distinguishing feature? I think their farts smell different. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Andy, well, they have different collars. Different collars. <laughs> do you think or do you know? I, does the collars, sure. I, you know, does the collars make it have a different <laughs> scent? Um, you mean, if you wear a different collar, does it make your fart smell different? <laughs> a, a fart by any another name does not smell as That's sweet. That's an interesting question. We need to include that in the show when we get started. Can you remember that, Andrew? Mm. No. Oh shit! How oh yeah. Somebody can remember, yeah, can remember that question. We can keep this in if you like. Oh, it'd be great. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Great. No, we can't. You go to Destin a lot. Destin. I know. I know well, how they edit. Because my t-shirt, my sure shirt. That that's going to stay I love. In there. I love yeah. going past Destin. Destin is kind oh, yeah. of like finished. Yeah. No doubt. Where do you go? I like to go to Great anywhere on Thirty A. Yeah. Seaside's too expensive for me. You have to pay for that, Kim, if we're going together. Um, can I come? I remember when it yeah. used to just be like Seaside. <laughs> I go for free. Now it's so like everything's there. Yeah. I know. Now it's it's. But still beautiful. 30A awesome. is still beautiful. Hey, can you tilt that mic up a little tiny wee bit? Just sort of tilt it. And yes, you can go with me anytime you want. Just For free? Yeah, of there course. you go. That's it. Like that? Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay. Cool. Steve, do you guys go to the beach much out there? I go about once a month. Once a month? Nice. How come? Yeah. Do you have a house there? I, um, a buddy of mine runs condominiums there. Mm. So you get to stay for free? I do. That's killer. And my, buddy, and my cousin has a house in watercolor, so I stay there. Oh, nice. That's beautiful, yeah. too. Fun. Kim, beautiful. Where, where do you go, Kim? <laughs> Uh, Europe. Europe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the continent. Yeah. What part? Holland, usually. Mm. Um, You're the beach in Holland? No, I don't go to the beach. You don't like the beach? I love the beach. I just don't go there when I go on vacation. You really? Mm-hmm. You like to go to Europe on vacation? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Too long of a drive. <laughs> it's just, a f- it's not bad once you go on the other side. <laughs> no. Once you get there, it's all right. <laughs> you don't like to just go to the beach and chill out and smoke no, some weed? No, I usually go by the pool. <laughs> I live for it. You know? But I do like the Seaside. It's beautiful. There. Seaside is beautiful. Yeah. See, Stephen's one of these guys. Once a month is the way to go. No doubt. If you can do it. I like it even in the wintertime. I really do. Oh, it's still beautiful in the wintertime. 38's got that Songwriter Fest that's going on right you're, now. You're yeah. absolutely right. Oh, really? The Songwriter Fest. Yeah. yeah, i got a bunch of friends playing. Yeah. Marty Fredrickson's playing. No, he's not. What's he doing? <laughs> in Nashville tonight. What's he doing? Why is he texting you? He's playing in it. Well, because he's writing with a project that I'm developing right now. Oh, anybody any good that we should know about? Uh, they're called the Moxies. They're from Cleveland, but I moved them to Nashville. They're like 19, 20 years old. Right. What do you think they have to move for? Is that where it's all going? Because uh, it's where all the songwriters are and where Marty lives. So Marty's doing the project, and he's writing the majority of the record. What sort of music? It's, uh, it's got a 50s kind of a touch. The guitar meets the uh, Arctic Monkeys. What do you think about that? Do you like the Arctic Monkeys? Everyone's awesome. in the music yeah, business here pretty much. I love to hear Daniel that. Daniel took that mic. How many writers do they have in the band? Yeah, that's you feel like well, it's the main the main singer is the writer, but yeah. he need. I brought in like Marty because Marty's had a lot of success, and Marty's doing the project with me because he's going to produce it. Nice. And then I brought in a couple other writers in Nashville that I work with on some of my other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we're hoping to get in the studio probably by March. <coughs> and uh, they're actually playing tonight in Youngstown. They're is playing for the university up there. They, uh, I think we pre-sold like I think, I think it was like just under a thousand tickets because they do real yeah. well in that area because they're originally from Cleveland. So when you start working with someone and, and uh, if you have the thought that they should be writing with someone else, you know, I guess I guess the most uh, uh, a rigid way to put that is, is that their songs aren't good enough by themselves. They could use some outside 
but obviously you don't say it that way. Yeah. You know? I, well, I had to kind of like discuss it with the singer, and he goes, well, I'm the writer. I said, yeah, well, then go write me 10 hits, and then I don't have to bring in another writer, okay? <laughs> if you can do that, then we're fine. Yeah, sure. But if you can't, and I need somebody to come in, it's going to be a little stronger to add that element. Because mm-hmm. you know, in the long run, you're going to want to make money off of what you sell. You know that. You're you, yeah, of course. <clears throat> but do you ever have the nostalgia for that record where they're not all hits, but they all sound like, you know, the same guy? Mm-hmm. You know, like that the guy's heartbroken, so they're all heartbreak songs. Or You know, <laughs> you know personally, I like that. But, you know, as a record label, they it's don't like that. that. If it ain't selling, they go, no. no. They go, why would we sign this if it's not doing any business? You yeah, know? of course. Well, talking to business, what happens when you make a record now? Who's buying them? They're stealing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Everyone's Are stealing they, everything. You know, the biggest problem is, and I'm not the biggest fan of Spotify, but people are. Because you play a subscription rate, mm-hmm. and you can listen as many times as you want and stream it, and you don't have ownership. Right. And... So Spotify pays for the licensing, and it goes partially to the artist. But when you have a million view, a million streams on Spotify, you know how much that's worth to an artist? Less than two hundred bucks. Mm, wow. On Spotify. On yeah. Spotify. Bands never make money from their CDs anyway. I, I I'm, I'm really? pro, I'm pro Spotify. Yeah. Ask Hootie and the Blowfish, who had the number one, one of the most top-selling records of all time. Ask how much money they made off that record. Yeah, but the business was different then but too. Ask you know? Michael, Jack- ask Michael exactly. Jackson. I agree with you. So they so they weren't making money off of it. So they make. I mean, a, a band that puts out a good record. I look at it as, hey, let's make money on the road. Let's make money, mm-hmm. um, you know, selling tickets and selling merchandise. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you look back over o- over time, I mean, unless you're a mega, mega, mega superstar, I don't know how many bands make that much money from the record company. But yeah. what? Because the record company steals it all. I I, I don't. Well, I don't believe that. But well, then what's the reason? Well, there's, you're a lot of recruitment. there's a lot of recruitment. I'll let Kim answer that. I mean, but, but I can tell you that you have to sell, you have to get into the, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to sell a lot of records for the artist sees that first dollar. Sure. I, don't care, I don't care how high you chart on the charts. Well, it depends on how much you spent to make it, but I would say you probably have to sell a half a million records before you see a nickel. But people yeah. used to spend wow. a half, people used to make, sell a half a million records pretty regularly. You know what's amazing? This year, they had four platinum albums for the whole year. Okay? <laughs> One of them was Frozen. Which is a soundtrack, right? Okay, because they had, they had the huge song was a Let It Go or whatever it was. Yeah, that's what sold that. Mm-hmm. The other one was uh, Jason Aldean, Taylor Swift. She's the biggest seller of the year, but she didn't put it out until December. And when she did, in a few weeks, she sold like three million records. But because she's she, like the biggest she, artist right now. She there. took it off Spotify. Right. That was the whole big they put it on Google Plus. Drama. Right. I believe they put it on Google Plus. Yeah. But they took it off of Spotify. But they is there knew, a difference? No, but they knew that Spotify had a bigger listening audience, and they put it on there. They weren't going to buy their record, so that's why they pulled it. So they, but they'll go on Spotify. But I would think eventually, once all their sales are pretty much maxed out. I mean, she's still the number one selling album five weeks out. But back to that, uh, that thought that, you know, a, a, a artist won't see a nickel until half a million records are sold. They they will see an advance though before that, right? And they will not get anything until they pay me back that advance. Right. So but, you know they're living comfy. But oh, come on. The advance is not that big. The advance is not that big. If you're an artist and you want to make money, you better have a fan base. Yeah, sure, see, but you, half, a, half a million records is pretty serious, you know? So, Well, if you sell a half a million records, chances are you, you're going to be selling tickets as well. Sure. That's true. And but, I agree and, with and, and, and So is that just the game? Is the game that, the, that artists have never or should never expect to make money off of the the recorded music itself it should always be about or has it always been about that and it's just a new way to think about that you know what you better have that mindset I mean if you you know you know it's interesting I signed a band in the 90s called Collective Soul yeah. and they did quite well they had 10 number one songs on radio mm-hmm. 
when they left our label and he put out his own record, we were hanging out one night. He goes, you know, I sold, I made more money off of youth than I did on my triple platinum records with you guys. And he only sold for some thousand, but he was making so much profit per record. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it depends on, you know, some of them that, you know, don't sell as well. Like, I, I agree with Steven. Most of your money now is made pretty much on touring or you're selling swag mm-hmm. or you're making it off your publishing. Label's going to pay you a little bit, but they're not going to pay you what those people pay you if you have a great big hit. And, you well, know, when you're out touring. So what's the deal? And, Kim, why, why work with a band and get a songwriter and hire everybody and pay for a recording session? What are you, you going to get out of that at the end of the day? Exposure. That's it. So you're looking at a Nobody's going to know this band exists until they hear right. a song. But you're yeah. looking at a bigger picture then. You're not looking, looking at record sales anymore. No, I'm looking down the road. Like with the, with the Moxies, I look at it as more of that being a live act. Okay. Right. So, but it's what's gonna, your part on that? Are you their manager mm-hmm. or what? I manage So them. you're not the record label anymore? No, 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 not there. I still do A&R. I just don't do... I, I manage two bands and two songwriters because songwriters make the money because they write the songs and... If they're big hits, then they're going to get some money, and I'm going to get a piece of it because I manage it. How do you manage a songwriter? What do you have to do? Uh, set them up with under, uh, different what writers. Go get right. somebody to plug the songs to people. Not everybody writes their own music, as you know. In Nashville, there are more songwriters than probably musicians in the city because every time you turn around, there's another songwriter you run into. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, even the woman that changed my bed in the hotel told me she's a songwriter. So, you know, everybody's a songwriter. <laughs> Was she any good? Did you ask her for a tape or something or whatever they give you in these days? No, I gave her an email address and said, send me something. Did no. she do no. You never know. That would be such a yeah, great you know story, is, though, wouldn't the, it? But the best thing is you realize how many people want to do it, but they never take the time to do it. So that's when you say, hey, send it to me like this. Well, they get, they go, okay, whatever. That's when I know when I'm at a conference and you're doing an A&R panel and people want to give you music, go, no, 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 I'll lose it between <laughs> now and when I get to my office. So what you do, just send it to me or send it to me. And then you realize some of these people just don't do that, you know. I've given you the opportunity, but you didn't take it. Because they're making it up or they just don't get around to it. And this is what happens between... Laziness sometimes. Are you based full-time out of New Orleans? No. No. Half the month in Nashville. That's what I figured. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to let these guys play a song for you. You ever been to Nashville? Uh, I have passed through. I've never stayed there, no. I'd probably say it's the hottest city in America right now. In terms of music or just in general? In terms of everything. Why is that? City's exploded. It's what it's what Atlanta was twenty years ago. Yeah, I'd say it reminds me a lot of Charlotte, North so Carolina, before from, banking from business now. came in and it went like that. Do you feel like New Orleans is exploding on on the same level or no. no? I love New Orleans to death. I've been here all my life. Yeah, I've been a resident forever. But the thing is, it it basically there's more opportunity to a degree for the music industry in Nashville because there's New York, L.A., and then there's Nashville. Hmm. And because of the songwriters, because of the... There's several different genres of uh, music business there. It's not just country. Everybody thinks of Nashville as a country town. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's pretty much, if you live there, it's rock or indie rock. Okay. Because when I first got hired by Virgin and Capital, they said, L.A. or New York. And I said, no, I want to go to Nashville. And they said, this is a country city. I said, that's your misconception, man. I said, because when you start looking at the people that are out there, Paramore, Kings of Leon, you start naming all these, they go, wait a minute, they're all from Nashville? Yeah. And then I go... Pop. How about Kesha? No, she lives in LA. No, she wanted to be a country artist one time. She lived in Nashville. There's like this whole thing. Christian is the number one place in the world. Is Nashville, Tennessee? I hear so much about Brooklyn being like the indie. Brooklyn had a minute. Central. It had a minute. Had a minute. <laughs> so what keeps you uh, here rather than in Nashville full time? You know, there's got to be some uh, sort of draw. New Orleans doesn't suck. <laughs> 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 you know, the only thing is when I'm in Nashville and I'm working, it's like I got to go back to New Orleans to get a fix because. 
I love the city to death. <laughs> it's like a drug. But the food's not too good at Nashville. In well, New Orleans, you get spoiled, especially when you're from here. You know, yeah. everybody goes, oh, this is a great restaurant. You go, this would never equal what we have in New Orleans. Yeah. But I also like the fact that it's a music scene and the fact that on Monday night, I go out and to be a my night and they do eight off eight there's eight performers that play three songs each now if i want to go see you later after see you and i like one of your songs i'll stay for your whole set yeah but kind of like they did my you know they kind of give me eight people to look at and right. is there anything there the next night is ascap they do which happens to be my favorite club in nashville which is the basement which fits about 70 people and it's real intimate and it's actually a basement mm. in nashville mm-hmm. it's below it's below a record, record store called grimy's Oh, okay. And actually, Grimey owns the building. He pretty much is the guy who mixes most of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's fun. And my friend went one day. And he called me up and said, "You're never going to believe who's on stage right now at Grimey's, Metallica." I said, wow. "No way." He said, "They're doing a warm-up show for Bonnaroo," and he said it was so funny because I walked in Grimey's and everybody had a Metallica T-shirt on, and Grimey's is an indie store. And they go, mm-hmm. "Why are you wearing that?" He goes, "Metallica's playing downstairs. If you stay, you can see them play." So he did. I said, well, who's in the audience? He goes, it was like a bunch of fans from fan club. It was the people at Grimey's and about 15 cops because they were doing security. And the cop got on the mic and said, you're not going to believe this, man. Got the whole police station down there. The bar's on the cops and sending on the place. The bar's called The Basement, right? Yeah. The Basement. Yeah. So, Stephen, who's calling you? Uh, that's the lead singer of Flow Tribe calling, actually. Oh, uh, really? KC. Yeah, it's KC. Huh? St- yeah. Steven's the manager's Flow Tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Steven, I think I met you before, by the way. Where's that? Uh, at the Windsor. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Through of Tom course. Drummond. Of yeah. course. You were playing there. Yeah, yeah, with Amanda DeCorbier. Yeah, and I told yeah. you you had something special, if you remember that. Yeah, I, I do. I do remember that. I yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just saw you in a paper with another band. Oh, Who's really? That? Yeah, oh. with another girl. Oh, well, that's, that's probably her. This is called So Long Storyland. So have you changed? Changed what? Partners? Oh, no, no, no. I'm still working with uh, with both Sophia and with Amanda. Gotcha. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, we're still doing our thing. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan for sure. <laughs> oh, thank you. You can take the call if you want, Steve. So, you guys, this is a band called So Long Storyland. It's actually got a comma in it. So no, Long Comma Storyland. I thought we took that out. Did you take the comma out? We might have. What was the discussion? <laughs> there might be an exclamation What was the discussion point, about yeah. putting the comma in? I don't think there was a discussion. Who put the comma in? I've never seen a band. Uh, have you guys can maybe you seen a band name with a comma in it? So long, comma, storyland. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a typo. Not there. lately. Spell check. Spell check. <laughs> oh, <laughs> spell check. <laughs> That's a good one. So, so long, storyland, according to my information here, is an art project that takes its inspiration from New Orleans storyland and city park. Yeah. That's what you're calling yourselves, an art project? Uh... I think yeah. so, yeah. That's what we're okay. Oh, and yeah, i got to get more closer. And you're from New Orleans originally? Yes, yes, yeah. we are. Yeah. So you want, you want to play something? Well, yeah. Well, we we love yeah. yeah, it says here that you're working on a concept record, a song right. cycle for New Orleans that spans its history, geography, its triumphs and tragedies, blending folk, bluegrass, pop, rock, electronic, and orchestral music. That's right, yeah. The We've band's already got two singles out that it's been actually being played on radio. We do, we do, yes. We're, we're just it. starting. Um, we've got uh, just a few radio stations around the country. Uh, one's called Slam and Tunes. Uh, and are these college stations? Or some of them are okay. college them. stations, yeah. How many stations are you on? Uh, well, how many? 29. Wow, really? I, think I didn't know it was that high. Twi- I mean, Twi- added to 29 <laughs> radio stations without, you have no label and no nothing. We have right? nothing. No. Yeah. There's nothing. Right. That's pretty impressive, isn't it, wouldn't you say? Wow. Yeah, definitely. I mean, did you send these to these stations, or did you? We did. We okay. Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, so we've just been making moves. We have a. Uh, her mother is actually our manager, and uh, she's been magnificent. She's been giving us all these opportunities. 
Andrew, that's where you've gone wrong. Uh, you my need mom. to get mom. Uh, <laughs> get my mom involved. I saw Andrew play in a men's clothing store in Nashville. Really? That's true, yeah. Yes, I did. Well, that's that's, cool, there's two questions that's that, cool that comes out of that. That what was a great store. What were you doing playing there and what were you doing shopping there? <laughs> I went there to see Mr. Andrew Duhon. You went specifically? Mm. What'd you think? I like Andrew. I've seen Andrew a lot yeah. of times. He's amazing, isn't he? Yes, he All is. Right. Wait till you hear these guys too. So listen, so long, comma Storyland, or is comma gone or not gone? Yeah, uh, I don't think the comma. No, the comma's not there. I think that's a. The oh, comma's gone. Speaking of Comic Con. You know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, talking of Comic Con, that's a very good point. We're gonna bring that, that was up. the on. other day at. Uh, no, that's wrong. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> tangent. There is no yeah. comma. There is no comma in no so comma. long Storyland. Let me put that to rest. Okay, I, I have it written down here with a comma. I'm taking right, it out. Take it out. Okay, yeah, comma's sorry. gone. All right. Okay, so, uh, so wh- what are you going to play for us? Oh, we're going to play a song called Cassidy. Okay. Yeah. And you want to tell us a little bit about it, or you want to tell us about it after? Uh, we'll just we'll just play it and let you think on it. Okay. Mm. Hang on, let's just swing these around and see if we can... I don't know if you'll still be able to hear, hear the guitar as well, but... Ooh. Is everybody ready? Crickets say morning wind and 
So long, Storyland, no comma. No comma. <laughs> wow. So this is the... Hey, Chris, can you turn me up a little bit here? Thanks. So this is the first time you guys are doing this. You just started. Yeah, we just did. Recently. We just did, yeah. So recently. now you're going to have to answer the same stupid questions every time you do these interviews. Well, you know, it comes with the territory. So mm-hmm. what do you think the first one's going to be? How did we start? No, that wasn't going to be my... That was that okay. going to be you my could, first that one. Be, what's you and the first one going to be? All right. How'd you start? Are we taking guesses or can I just ask? No, you can just ask. <laughs> All right, yeah. well, uh, so so uh, who's doing the writing in, in the... Uh, well, I'd say starting off, it's been me mm-hmm. writing most of the most of the songs, mm-hmm. but I, I tell you, she's a budding songwriter. Yeah, right She's on. got a lot of ideas as well. Cool. Yeah. I'm getting there. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. She's, right she's, she's awesome. Cool. So, so you guys met at school? Yeah, we yeah. did. Not, Isn't that not, not the same way that most people meet at school. Right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I was her teacher. What were you teaching? I taught music. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was something, you know, sense. I yeah, no. it'd be something It would be else, something weird, like yeah. gym. Destrahan? <laughs> no. What is it? Destrahan? Destrahan. What school? Oh, no. Uh, uh, um, Our Lady of Perpetual that's Motion? That, that was a joke, by the way. Oh, I got you. Perpetual Motion? I, don't, I didn't get it. Huh? <laughs> Our Lady of Perpetual Motion? <laughs> yeah, it's in the Marini. <laughs> is, is that's no. not actually what is it really? school, I assume. Uh, oh. What's that? What's the school, really? It's, uh... It's a school. All right, guys. No, yeah. We were told it's not to tell. That's oh, you're not allowed to say the name of the school. Oh, that's yeah. that's that sort right? of a marketing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think fine. that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can get I'll advice. I'll tell you later. Yeah. Well, we it's don't a secret. Care. No, we don't. Okay. So, are you still in school? I I am Sophia? still in the same school. You're still in the same school, <laughs> n- yet what unnamed. Grade, what grade are you in? I'm in eighth grade. <laughs> that's pretty funny, right? That's so aren't you supposed to be in class right now? I'm not sitting I in a bar or somewhere. Um, I, w- I got out of class at 3:23 exactly. Wow. Okay. That's how our school works. So what are they? Who? What are the other kids in the school? Are they girls and boys or just girls? It's all girls. It's all girls. And what do they think about this so far? Um, you know, I don't. I don't really know. I don't no, really. No problem. Don't I, really what? I don't really like. Honestly, if they don't like it, I don't really care. It's what no. I like to do, and if they don't. No, like I'm it, sure they then like it. Yeah. How could they not like it? You're going to well, be a fucking superstar. How long? How long I mean, long sorry about my. It's oh, I didn't mean to say. Okay. She hears much worse, yeah. I'm sure. Do you? That's a, that's another thing. Now you're thrust into this world with yeah. people who have no education like me. Are you <laughs> going to stay in school or what? Um. Yeah. Don't bother. That's a total. Waste. Yeah, it's a waste of time. <laughs> Drop out now yeah, and I get in the music business. Yeah. As I saw right, on Instagram guys? today, I didn't use algebra for the last three days. Okay. So. Algebra. <laughs> algebra. Yeah. Someone said on their Instagram. <laughs> This is the third day I haven't had to use algebra. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Very good. So it's pretty exciting what's going on for you guys, there, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 So do you play out in New Orleans a lot? Um, I mean, we haven't. The last gig that we played was, well, yesterday we were on WTUL, and then we played Gretna Fest. Cool. So. Mm-hmm. How's mom doing as a manager? Is she getting you plenty of gigs, or do you need someone like Stephen Klein to step in? Um, <laughs> she's been good so far. She has. Does she, does she want to stick job. with it? Does she want to be like a real manager, or is she just doing it to she well, can kick you, know, you upstairs? The factor that her daughter is, you know, she's promoting yeah. her daughter, so mm-hmm. that's obviously, you know, she's going to take she's it first thinking priority, about it, but she, she, she takes it very seriously. But she wants to be a full-time manager? Oh, yeah. She's shaking her head. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She'd be happy. Okay, well, well let mind. me tell you about Stephen Klein. Stephen <laughs> is, Stephen's the founder of Stephen Klein Management, as you might uh, suppose. It's an artist management company that's guided the careers of a succession of popular bands 
who've sold records in the millions and had numerous singles on Billboard music charts, kicking off in 1995 with the alternative rock band Dead Eye Dick. You remember them? Yep. Uh, that no. had a nationwide hit with a song called New Age Girl. Johnny Beach, you like the bone? Tell us what she's like. Oh, oh, oh Dead Eye Dick. I can't understand his accent. What do you think I was saying? I thought you said comma. Dead Eye. You're going to keep pushing that comma. It's not Dead Eye, comma Dick. It's just Dead Eye Dick. Okay, yeah. And then and then Steve also managed Cowboy Mouth and got them a major labor deal on the number one hit as well. That song Jenny Says. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. Can you forget? Bought my house. All right, really. Now, okay, let's stop the let's stop the presses. How that how that how'd you buy a house out of that? Wasn't record sales, was it? No, no. Again, what was it? Touring, live shows. We sold out all over the world. Really? Yeah. But because of because of the record. Yeah, not arenas, but I mean nice sized clubs. That's okay. Even back then. Sure. I thought back then you had a hit record and you got like a gold record and all that sort of stuff and you made well, money. We have a couple gold records, not with Cowboy Mouth, but Dead Eye Dick. But again, we never saw money from the record company. It was mm. all it was all touring and, and sync rights from being in the Dumb and Dumber movie mm-hmm. with Jim Carrey. I mean, that Phil kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. That's where it's at. And now you're managing Flow Tribe. That is correct. And how'd that happen? Um, funny story and very short. Um, I was in Destin, Florida. Uh-huh. And me and a buddy of mine were looking at, for a fun place to go, you know, girls and all that kind of stuff looking for that and there was a big crowd outside in a parking lot at a place called funky blue shack walked in and flow tribe was playing and i said this band is incredible who is it so um found out it was flow tribe still had never heard of them and went up to them and gave them a business card and they were from new orleans and that's <laughs> yeah that's how it started they called they called me on monday the, the after after we got back how long ago was that um a little bit more than a year year and a half so how long does it take to make them into superstars what happened <sighs> I'll let Kim answer that. I mean, there's there's two paths for for a band to get to, to, to superstar level, and they can either have a radio hit or they can have a great live show, and that's not to say you can't have both. Right. But, um, you know, Flow Tribe has a great live show, and, and, and we're taking it on the road. Um, we're, 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 this week we're playing, uh, we're headed up to Auburn, Alabama, then Birmingham, then we're going to play Washington, D.C., and Baltimore, and New York. And, um, do I you go with them? I do, do not. I have a... Who asked? Sorry, that was me. I um, we have a tour manager. Oh, cool. So um, I don't, no, I'm the personal manager. I don't tour with the band. You can't and hang with the youngs- youngsters. No, I can't. I'm I'm in bed before they play the first <laughs> song. But uh, but I, I expect some sellouts on this show on on this tour on this run. So cool. Okay, Andrew's picked up a guitar. That means awesome. it's time for me to tell you that our show today is brought to us by Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or have a crazy schedule, the folks at Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet in his or her own home. For loving care when you're not there, go to PetitePetCare.com. Also by Basics Swim and Gym. A full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. The all-new Basics Swim and Gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. And by our friends at Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website, hdestroyer.com. Write happy hour on the coupon code and get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer and seize the dawn. We have some free uh, samples of Hangover Destroyer, actually, that Graham DePonte, our producer, has here, which we'll leave you all with. Man, you're good. You should be on the radio. I should. You know, why aren't I, I wonder? The Zephyr. Back in the old Zephyr days, that's where Kim and I met back on 106.1 The Zephyr. And, and Steve, you were the manager of 106.7 The End at some point. Yeah, time. for about so eight years. Eight years. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah, that was. Hey, Andrew, I'm going to make you play a song while you've got the guitar here. What about it? Sure. Okay, then I'm going to tell you a little bit about Danielle Passera who's very quietly sitting here in the wings. 
Yep, yep. I'm gonna play a song to the music industry. The song's called They Don't Make Them Like They Used To. Goes like this. Oh, Mr. Joe's been fixing cars Long as I remember Fender to fender Full engine overhaul His pride and joy is that old Buick Only time he'll ever use it Is to drive his wife to church in the grocery store Like they've done 30 years of Sundays before They don't make them like they used to Anymore Everything they know they learned from the Second World War Broken strings, broken hearts Take them apart and put them back together Drive your best girl around forever In an old skylock they don't make them like they used to anymore And I know Sal down at the music shop He's a modern day Geppetto Instead of boys he fixes cellos and my guitar He give a smile when I walk in I'll take a break and get to talking about the way things got to be the way they are You see, just keep playing them old blues on that old guitar Cause they don't make them like they used to anymore Everything they know they learned from the second world war Broken strings, broken hearts Take them apart and put them back together Drive your best girl around forever in an old skylock Cause they don't make them like they used to anymore Bad habits we fell into Trading old for brand new Till a man can't fix a damn thing anymore I gotta hand it to my dad and his before they don't make them like they used to anymore Everything they know they learned from the second world war Broken strains, broken hearts Take them apart and put them back together Drive your best girl around forever in an old skylock Cause they don't make them like they used to not Make them like they used to not Make them like they used to anymore Oh, very nice. Thanks, y'all. Andrew, comma, Duhon. You know, I feel like I'm doing something wrong because I'm hearing all this beautiful music so close. It's so nice. What would we be doing wrong? You I don't know. I'm not sharing it with everybody. It seems like it's all mine it? here. I'm not used to these headphones. Ah, well, that's that what it's like. for you. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. It was beautiful. Nice yeah, song. Yeah, both of y'all. Yeah, really. It's great music, isn't it, Daniel? Mm-hmm. What do you listen to at home? Um, it really depends. Depends on my mood. It's a big yeah. variety. Yeah, that's pretty much the same. Everyone depends on their mood, but like between what? What happens when you when you're happy? What are you listening to? Um, 
Hmm. Well, today it was Alan Toussaint. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. I, I like Ella Fitzgerald a lot. Mm-hmm. I have a thing for Neil Diamond. That's okay. That's okay. I don't see anything um, wrong with that. You like Neil Diamond? I do. Me too. <laughs> he was on the last waltz. That's like, you know, ticket to cool. Ah. You know, that's good enough. What makes you put on a Neil Diamond? Do you have CDs still or you listen on Spotify or what? Um, on the iPod or Pandora. Pandora. I'm in a Neil Diamond station. Do you have a Neil Diamond station? What comes up as well as Neil Diamond? Perry America Como. comes up. Um, some CSN. Mm. Yeah, okay. I have an America station too and a CSN station. Mm. Is that on Sirius or something? What is that? It's Pandora. Pandora. You know Pandora? Okay, I missed yeah. that part. Sorry. Do you have a CSN and why? You just have CSN? Kim, come in. Don't uh, have CSN why? Might be why. Might be why. I do like the why. That's another thing I listen to. Neil Young. You guys are talking mm-hmm. in code. I want one <laughs> of those. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all pretty it's good. A big variety. KEXP, I was saying earlier, is a radio station out of Seattle that I like to stream sometimes. OZ a lot. Yeah, a lot. So you got a lot of music going on at your place. Are you home a lot? No. Pretty much never. In your car a lot? Not really. So In the car. In the car. So it's In yoga studios. So you do yoga. You're also a dietitian and nutritionist. I am. Apparently, that's what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. You have a functional and integrative nutrition practice in uptown New Orleans. I do, and I help people avoid hangovers, too. I like uh, that. Uh, what's you. your system? I had a question what, earlier. What's your number? Is this cracking? Yeah. You can't hear anything? No, it's kind of cracking. No. It might be the gun. Uh, try the, no, the mic cable. Mic. Your mic hadn't be been headphones. plugged in anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question, Ken? Now, I was going to ask if she bought her yoga pants at the yoga star that you promoted. Oh, that's a good, very good question. Do you buy your yoga pants at... I did not because gym. I have had my yoga pants since before they have been in, in business. Well, they wear out. Well, but it's time to get new ones. They and you were know where started you go? by Basics Underneath. Basics Underneath is the lingerie is store across the street. The street. Mm. So you go there as yes. well. Thank you. Are you wearing lingerie right now from Basics Underneath? <laughs> <laughs> I it's am. not anything fancy, but yes. But yes, that's <laughs> the answer. Okay. It says here in 2006 that you became the only person in the state of Louisiana to attain the highly regarded certified clinical nutritionist credential, which is... CCN. Yes. Which is very similar to CSN. It is. Why? Comma. <laughs> why did I get it? No, well, no, but that's a good question, though. Why did you get it? What is it? Um, so I was trained as a dietitian, but in my mind, and unfortunately not everybody can see this except y'all, nutrition is huge, and dietetics is this very small piece, and it's not very effective. And I we was ultimately... We don't know the difference between nutrition and dietetics. I'll so go into do it, we? but Anybody know the difference? Nope. So no. nutrition has no. to do more with how the body's working on a biochemical level. And dietetics is a little bit more of... Should have stayed in school. Here is your... Here's your just cookie cutter staple diet. Mm. Um, so what I do is I really tailor everything to the individual. I look at their... Labs. I look at their labs. Um, what is that? Blood, 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 blood chemistry. Wo- they're dogs. <laughs> yes, I do. What if look you at don't have dogs. a lab? Labs. So too. you get you get the blood work done, and then we, we take our blood work back to you. And what do you, what can you see in it? Because um, I mean, I've had a blood test. You have, they have to check off. There's like a thousand things you can. So what mm-hmm. are you looking for? I'm looking to see how different organ systems are working. I'm looking to see if there's Which any organs? deficiencies. Uh, the liver. The gastrointestinal tract be it the stomach or the large small intestine the adrenal glands 
thyroid, pituitary. Okay, every time you Who's go to the doctor and they check off one of these things, it costs more for yet another one of these. How much does it cost to get all these? If you get your doctor to order it, it shouldn't cost too much. If you go through me, the one lab I use the most would be about um, one twenty-five, two hundred. Oh, that's mm. not too bad. And then mm -mm. we can find that at all the stuff that's going on. Then you can tell us what to eat to feel better. Yes, but it's a lot more than just what to eat. What is it's it? It's about how do you view food, how do you approach it, how do you uh, build your health habits beyond food. How are you supposed to view it? Um, positively, not necessarily as something to be avoided, you know. <laughs> Instead of choosing something because it doesn't have a lot of fat or a lot of calories, choose something because it has a lot of purple. Does this mean you have like a, a lot of uh, like fewer clients because you're more thorough with yes. each one of them? I see. The first visit, I try to keep it to an hour and a half, but it it's a challenge. Over. Are you kidding when you say purple? No, eating for color is good. I tell people to eat eat a rainbow every meal. Really? Mm -hmm. You'll feel a lot better okay. and not artificial. Really? Not artificial. Uh, okay. I was going straight for the gum. What, what, what do you like gum? Cream candy. <laughs> what's the first yeah. thing you think of? Sophia, what's the first thing you think of when you think of a white food? Um. Don't say cocaine because you're only an eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking that. Probably okay. cauliflower. Cauliflower. Yeah, nice choice. That's That's a good no, one. it like, is like a good family feud where you all clapped after the gifts, right? <laughs> you know, I have purple cauliflower and gold cauliflower at my house and Show something off. called, I think it's Romesco. I always get Romesco and Romanesco confused. It's a, like a, a pointy, Polish. one's a vegetable and one's a sauce. And Romanesco uh. is, or Romesco, whichever, is a pointy kind of cauliflower broccoli, broccoli looking thing. So I have my vegetable platter that's purple, green, and gold. Oh, Where do you shop cool to get all this cool stuff? The Crescent City Farmer's Market. All right. So Good as long as you eat a collection of colors on every plate, is that what you're saying? You should be looking pretty healthy. <laughs> That's, that's the one main, step. That's the yeah, foundation. I mean, it, it also depends ultimately on what your body needs and what it's going to metabolize, digest, absorb, utilize. Do you ever just eat a cheeseburger? Just I'm not fun? a huge meat person, and I oh, have. Okay. Um, I can't eat the bread on the cheeseburger. Oh, I see. Mm. You can't eat bread. Are you gluten free? I am not by choice. Mm. Not by choice. I'm not doing it because it's the fad it's right now. Oh, because you're gluten intolerant. Yes. What mm. happens if you eat it? Uh, I have some autoimmune conditions, and so my body basically attacks itself, and I um, get a little out of it. Do you make your own burgers with gluten-free uh, bread and such? I have made uh, fish burgers, mm -hmm. but I'm not a big meat yeah, yeah. person. Mm -hmm. I just whatever. recently fish started eating meat. meat after a lifetime of not really liking it, and I find that the only meat that I like is more charcuterie. Charcuterie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a fancy word. It's mm. like down here. Yep. Mm -hmm. Chef Kevin's got all his own Yeah, yeah. You can Brizola. go right in there and help yourself to anything. Well, my office happens to be right next to St. James Cheese Company, so too, which is nice. very convenient. Does it really? Perfect. Mm -hmm. That is a great spot. It's above but a wine store, too. <laughs> That's a really good <laughs> Do you eat cheese? Um, yes, I do. It doesn't always agree with me, but... My mouth likes it. Mm -hmm. So did you get into this whole thing because you're gluten intolerant? You had no. food problems? No, I learned that a little bit later. Um, my second semester in college, I had to take a class, and I just happened to move across the street from the gym when I moved into my dorms. And I was like, oh, this health thing could be interesting, and nutrition fulfills that general elective. I'll take it. And the second week into that, I said, I love it. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And what were you going to do before that? Undecided. Really? 
went to be a songwriter. I thought about, <laughs> no, I thought about being an engineer because someone told me uh, women engineers were in demand. But I'm really glad I did not do that. And even though what they do, what do they do, women engineers? Same as men engineers? Drive trains? Yeah. <laughs> engineers? I think there was a song about that. I think Which right. one is it? What's, what's it called? Do you know? There's a song about it? Once there was an engineer. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't. Who's that by? It's a Grateful Dead song. That oh, okay. Well, it's, uh, they covered somebody else's, I oh, think. Oh, I see. I haven't heard that. As they do. I don't know that one. I don't know. Do you know it? I don't know. No. No, no one can play that? Not a no, deadhead. No, sorry. That would be <laughs> pretty. And they're pretty easy yeah. songs to play, those Grateful Dead songs, though, right? Are they? I wouldn't know. So how do people find you? You advertise or? Uh, I am in the Natural Awakenings. That's about the only place I advertise. Um, so it's word of mouth. A lot of it's word of mouth, yes. So and I get referrals. So what kind of person is telling each other about you? People who are sick? People who are well, people who are sick, people who want to feel better, people who um, take supplements, not sure if it's worth the money, people who aren't feeling great. I do a lot of GI work, too. A lot of people with Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, celiac disease. Irritable bowel syndrome, gastroparesis. Um, Can you cure all this? Can stuff? we talk after the show? <laughs> I help a lot of okay. people. What have you got, Andy? You got some a lot, a gastro. Lot of, a lot of things. What do you? Uh, what's the main problem? Let's see if we can help uh, you. Is a free consultation? A lot of, Otherwise, uh, it's going to cost you 150 bucks if you stop. A lot yeah. of acronyms. I, c- I can't pronounce. Really? You can't yeah. pronounce an acronym? <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> That I'd, I'd be looking into that first. Oh, it's kind of like CSN. Why? Yeah. yeah, I need to see a language specialist. Maybe yeah. I'd start off with that. Do you have dyslexia or anything? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't read in a very long time. So, have you been to a doctor and tried to heal yourself, or have you been doing self-medication or anything? Uh, We're just yoga. putting up with it. Yoga, yoga and meditation. Well, that's good too, right? You yeah. can heal a lot with both of those. Right. I yeah. recommend both of them very strongly. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. sometimes tell people specific yoga poses to do. Yeah. What do you think about this evolution thing uh, <laughs> playing into the... Uh, not... Sorry. You let me finish the thought. I'm not there yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think about evolution playing into, like, the dietary philosophy? You know, do you find that... Are you... Kidding? Kind of coming from a... <laughs> what do you think There's about... books the that people read these days. I'm not one the of them. The paleo diet? Yeah, the paleo yeah. shit. Uh-huh. Um, there's no one size fits all. Yeah, sure. And you know, if you look at what uh, the lifespan was on people in the Paleolithic <laughs> times, it wasn't real long. There you go. But in general, I think we've really done a lot of damage with the genetic modification and the adulteration mm-hmm. of right. all of our foods. Yeah. So going for non-genetically modified, going for as it comes off the tree, as it pops off the bush or comes out of the ground, that's what we should be eating, not... Mm a lot of the genetically modified stuff uh, we shouldn't be relying on a lot of the packaged stuff Here, here's the point though uh, when when people were eating in the 18th century they lived a lot they lived they eat they ate all those things and they lived a lot shorter lives so yes. how do you explain that you know because there was also less refrigeration more disease more disease more food more spoilage yes okay disease was not as well controlled but there has been a time I think now it's changed, but what I had heard maybe four or five years ago was that the lifespan of the people being born was actually shorter than their parents' lifespan. In, in what time period was this? Five years ago. Oh. No, that's, that can't be true. We're living shorter than our parents? Because of the childhood diabetes. Is this in the United States of America? Obesity worldwide. Worldwide. Mm-hmm. People are living shorter lives the expectation was that they would live shorter lives 
because of the disease rates being earlier onset and because of the uh, that would be a revolutionary well maybe it was like a lot more infant mortality takes the average down you know so it's a bit of a misleading statistic but but still powerful information yeah but you're saying that that people are going to die younger because of obesity and and diabetes yes principally yes I think uh, maybe well, that's and other diseases. Big, that's but pretty big news for happy hour. Being some, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about like 3D printers? Like eventually they're just going to well, be able to print your leg. Question. You know, I if know. you need a new leg, you're going to get it Can printed for you. Can a 3D printer print a 3D printer? It's a very yes. that, overwhelming. Whoa, you are, you're getting quite philosophical over whoa. there. That's pretty good. Yes, Daniel, don't listen to these people. Go ahead. <laughs> I like that idea <laughs> though. What printing food? I bet, I bet printing they could. a three D printer it's if you need a three D printer. It's all over when that happens. No, ultimately, <laughs> what it comes down to is it's about making people feel better. You know, you can't enjoy your life if you don't feel good. Right. And and to introduce people to That's how good what? they feel when they eat so that sort of thing on a, you know, on a, the span of a week even. You know, because a lot of people have never eaten that way. You know, I, th- I think that's uh, something to be introduced. If only you know some some people of, of uh, say limited means who can't afford the vegetables. You know, can you can you throw them in the schools for a week and try it out and see how the kids feel? You know, and you know the philosophies can change, can't they? You know, there are schools that do a lot of uh, organically grown. They have their own gardens here and uh, and elsewhere too. Mm-hmm. Um, chefs that use sustainably sourced, not refined grains, no additives, etc. And in the schools where they've done that, they've seen test scores go up. They're standardized better, testing. You, you, you feel better, as you're saying, and mm-hmm. you can pay attention more. Most people but are it's looking balance. for. But by the time people get to see you, though, they they must be. I mean, you know, they either don't feel already, good, or already they on already on top of it. Something. They're either on the right path, or they don't right. feel good, and they're really not they're on the right path. Right. <laughs> but you know, one of the things that keeps a lot of people from coming to see me is they think, oh, she's going to tell me I can't have French fries, or I can't have the cheeseburger. Or I shouldn't be blah, 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 whatever. No, it's about balance. You know, we eat for multiple reasons. One of those is to nourish the physical body. We also eat for pleasure, for for enjoyment, and that's really important. You have brain chemicals that increase that make you feel pleasure when you eat. So if you weren't supposed to feel pleasure, that wouldn't happen. That's that right? But it needs to be balanced. Should you just eat what you enjoy then? If you like to eat chocolate, should you eat a lot of chocolate? Yes. Is that natural? I firmly believe in chocolate. Well, uh, Every well, day. Okay. Dark chocolate, right? Dark. Yeah. But I mean, in general. Like the cacao nuts. If, you're, if you Uh-oh. naturally want, like, you know, if you naturally... Hey, talking of food, Chef Kevin is here. Yeah, just in hey, time. come on. Good, okay, good time. Kevin, come on, We're just talking about healthy table. nutrition. <laughs> chef Kevin is an awesome chef here. We're at Wayfair on oh, Ferret Street. Yeah. And And I'm going to have him tell you what he's made for us over here uh, yeah purple. grab a mic yeah purple. okay hello everyone hey man <laughs> hello chef good, good to see you again <laughs> good to be here as oh, always um today we have a uh, hogshead cheese which is a what you do is you take a, a pig's head and you simmer it for about five to six hours you take all the meat that comes off the head and make a uh, concoction and you take the braising liquid which is very gelatinous and it binds all the meats together mm. and you get hogshead cheese love it it's not actually cheese, of course, but no. It's a pig. It has a text, kind of has a texture right. of it. Yes. Did you do you give the pig a name when you get its head? I, I try not to get too like personal. Hey, Steve, <laughs> we're going to boil up Steve's probably hair. Fair. Yeah. How did you learn how to make this? Because you were a chef in New York and everything. This is like a sort of southern thing. It, 
Um, or think, isn't it? No, it's done all what over the country, it? actually. Oh, is and it they, really? Yes. Oh, I never heard about it till I came and, here. And they have different names in the Northeast. They'll call it Scrapple. Scrapple. Mm. Mm-hmm. That does sound the better the than Hog's Head. What cheese. is it? The so, Hakaraki turnip? It is a Japanese turnip. Very very well done. And so it's, it's very rich and luxurious, and you want to have a little uh, pickle and spice to counter that richness of the Hog's Head cheese. Cause it's very, very rich. And mm. Is it nutritious? Of course it Danielle? is. Danielle? It's full of protein. Danielle's a nutritionist and dietitian. I have never analyzed, but I would believe that it... I haven't analyzed anything like that, but I would believe that if it's made from fresh ingredients, it's not going to be that bad. It's protein. How old, yep. how old is, was the head when you got it? Like, uh, like a day. And that was it's just a couple of days ago. It so comes straight from... This a is a three-day-old dead pig's head, th- right? There's a, fa- mm. there's a farm uh, oh, north of here called Chapapila Farms, and uh, they do fresh, organic uh, pigs and ducks. Do you yeah. get most of your meats from there? Pork products, yes, but they don't do um, cows. Do you ever so do any duck, <laughs> anything one. with the duck eggs? I Not with duck eggs, but I do duck pastrami and duck prosciutto. I Ooh. cure a lot of my meats. You're welcome to try it after the show if you like. Sure. They're very good. Very good. They make awesome sandwiches here. You can't eat Unbelievable sandwiches. Unbelievable sandwiches. No, what but I like that salmon salad. Oh, thank you. Th- and that's fresh Scottish salmon. So... Yes, everything is fresh and made from scratch. That pesto is really good. Thank you very much. That was my mother's. <laughs> that was your mom's recipe? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Was she a great Actually, cook as well? She was. Um, she was a nurse by trade, but she loved cooking. And my grandmother as well. Several of their recipes are on my menu. The coleslaw dressing and all sorts of other things. Tomato confit. Wow. Yes. How about, what, what about your parents, Daniel? Do they like to eat healthy as well? Did you have a healthy food lifestyle growing up? My mom is very healthy. And your dad, not so much. My mom is very healthy. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to say anything bad about your dad. It's okay. My mom what and does he I like share a lot of interests. It's a cool yeah. honey mustard vinaigrette. It's delicious. Really Kim, nice. what do you think? Kim, have you been here before? Never. What do you think? Pretty awesome so far. Wait till you try a sandwich before you leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. The cocktails are good, too. Are you yep. still chewing Damn. gum? No, it's <laughs> <laughs> That's my first hog, hog's head cheese, chef. So. How do you feel? It's great. I, it was as good as I always thought it might be, because <laughs> I always loved the idea. I just never tried it. I can't it. believe that there's anything healthy about hogshead cheese, huh? I think it's extremely healthy. I, I mean, mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But I just never in my life dreamed that it was So it can have some saturated fat, but you have saturated fat in every cell of your body. Your brain needs a fair amount of saturated fat. It just needs to be in balance with unsaturated fats. So everything in moderation. Well done. Including moderation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which Andrew, is that's another good line. Happy Carnival. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Hey, um, yes, Kevin. Uh, there's no gluten in that. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. And I have gluten-free bread as well for sandwiches. Ah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very yes. nice. So you should get a sandwich. So you can have that, all those sandwiches on gluten-free bread that you make. Oh all of them. God. And if they don't like gluten-free bread, I can turn every sandwich into a salad as well. So anything you see on a sandwich, the nice. proteins. That happens a lot. My patients will love that. Yes, send them my way. I really like this dressing. Thank you so much. Hey, we could do some sort of like a quid pro quo thing where you get paid off, like kickback. You Mm. can pay me in pastrami. Yes. Do you have brazola? (laughs) I do. I have goat brazola. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, come see me after the show. Okay. Nice. Wow, now we're getting somewhere. Okay, so you have to see Kevin after the show about the goat brazola. I do. And you have to see Andy after the show about his... IBS. We don't know what it is. Irritable bowel syndrome is what you have. Yeah. So mm. I, I no, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. This is going public, right? No, yeah. nobody listens to this. <laughs> Do we have to talk about that while we eat? Because I made that last part up. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Well, you guys want to play another song while you're here? Say, I mean, you did, did you? Sure. I would like to hear song. another song. Sure. Okay. I want to see. Her, I want to hear. Thank you, I have to go. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Kevin, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I want to hear you sing. I want to hear another song. Okay, let's do it. It'd be great. Hey, um, and you play at Oak sometimes, don't you? Sometimes. Sophia, do you play an instrument as well? I play piano. You do? I'm still learning, though. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 13, about to turn 14 next month. When's your birthday? The 6th. 6th of what? February. 6th of February. Nice. I have a friend with that birthday. You do? What's her name? First name only, in case she doesn't want you talking about it. Chris. Chris. Okay. Sophia, you want you want to introduce this song? Um, this is "Stars Go Blue" by Ryan Adams. Oh, love that song. Dancing where the stars go blue.
<laughs> Are you a big so Brian Adams fan? Um, actually, he introduced it to me, huh. so that's one of the few songs that I've heard. But I like him. Mm. He's playing Jazz Fest. That's I'm what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm gonna try to go see him. I'm a Brian Adams fan. I love that guy. I'll see him at Jazz Fest for sure. Are you playing Jazz Fest then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, second weekend. You guys are not playing Jazz Fest yet, actually. No, we're but not. you do have a band. We do. So you ha- is this actually? A, are you guys in? Are you part of the band, or it's, do you hire it's a, people? It's a duo, but we hire uh, musicians as needed, and we have a few musicians that we call on uh, as you know, uh, recording for, for recording purposes. But the band is you two guys, basically. Basically, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So long, Storyland. So why? Why did you? Why, I mean, I hate to ask people about why they, you know, about names are so stupid. But why did you choose so That's long? That's a good story? question. Why not just Storyland? See, that's what we wanted. That's what, uh, yeah, that was the original idea. But to uh, counteract like trademark infringement, like there was other bands that are called Storyland, just uh, Storyland. That's, that's like Spinal Tap. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, Do you ever not. see Spinal Tap? Well, yeah. The movie? Yeah. Well, that's in Spinal Tap where they start out as the originals and then. Oh, and they become the new original. And they become the new original. They become the new. Exactly. Is that the, that's the name that they go under, the new well, original? Yeah, the new original is the second name. Someone already had the, the original. I kept so it the original. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, ideally we would want Storyland, yeah. just Storyland, but uh, we had to add some sort of thing to it to make it original. So, so we didn't want to fight that. So you yeah. put the comma in, right? <laughs> we didn't actually, but Grant here added it. I'm going to make take a look on the website and see if there's a comma or not. <laughs> so I just thought it was called So Long Storyland because when they closed it down to redo it, so that's when. So yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. They actually did. There's construction there, which they I think is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You know what? You might be right. I might. There might be a comma on the website. Mm. Thank you, you very much. Way to go, Grant. I, I validate. I, I wish. You. I wish I was an attorney. <laughs> Like I said, well, I was wondering check. when I saw that. I was actually wondering if there are any other band names with a comma. You were I like, didn't, I didn't know Kim was going to drop in today. So, surprise! Have you ever seen surprise. a band name with a comma in it? I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm remember. Sure, if you Google it, there's probably a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But they might not be famous. But. But yeah. I was wondering what the conversation was when you were coming up with a name about whether there should be a yeah. comma. Yeah. It was that just storyline. Like you know, we, th- we felt like that was a colorful name mm-hmm. enough, and then. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we've That's practically it. got to the end of the show here. Practically. Yeah, we almost yeah. have to get out of here and make room for actual paying customers. Oh, my God. So before we go, though, I um, just want to give everyone a chance to tell us what's going on. Stephen, what should we know about what's going on with you? Should we look for you? Are you doing anything we want to know about? Flow Tribe? Yeah, well, we're um, touring the country, and we'll be back for jazz. Well, Mardi Gras, of course, a bunch of dates in Mardi Gras, and then Jazz Fest. We're, we're playing the first Saturday, the first Sunday on the Acura stage. First Sunday Jazz Fest? Yes. Okay, what time? It's un- well, you don't uh, know yet, I suppose. Well, we do, but we can't say. Oh, but, you don't have to say. But uh, we were told not to. Sophia, not even supposed can't, to tell Sophia can't say what high school she's going to. Not until the cubes come out. Huh? Yeah, can't exactly. Say what time. I'm not even supposed to say what stage, but I did. Yeah, Accurate stage. I didn't hear that. So who's the big act that's coming to Jazz Fest that they're not telling us about? Anybody got any ideas? Oh, there's one that they're not telling us about? Yes, yeah. Sunday, last day. And who's it going to be? TBA. TBA. Yeah. They're good, actually. I, I hope they play their older stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the third album. <laughs> so, Kim, anything we need to look out for? Anything you can tell us about? So, what's some good music we don't know about? I listen to everything, so I'm not going to say everything. No. What have you got that you but love? But I've got one band that I just signed a contract with for management, and they're called Dave's Highway. Dave's Highway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you heard it here They're from first. outside of Memphis. Um, they're a Christian band. 
Christian band. I've signed one of those before. I saw Need to Breathe. It did extremely well for us. Um, no, I, I was blown away by the vocals because I would say they're probably somewhat as strong as Little Big Town, which happens to be one of my favorite uh, vocalizing groups when it comes to harmonies. Okay. Very good. Um, they're 17, 19, and 20. Wow, cool. The 17-year-old is the writer of the band. Well, actually, mm. the trio. They're mm. siblings. Um, several people were interested in the group, and they were going to have a lot of people coming to New York, but I went to Mountain View, Arkansas, and beat them all. Oh, uh, nice. I went with another guy that I'm managing it with. And um, You know what might be good? It's really, really, really solid. I think if you put all their YouTubes together, it'll probably have a million and a half views. Really? Yeah. Already? Mm-hmm. Well, wow. yeah, well, they've good been call. together since they've been like... I think 16, 15, 16. Dave's Highway. You know what? If you're looking to sign a religious band, what about an Islamic band? <laughs> Ooh, topical. I mean, seriously. And I could do a video that would be like a cartoon or something. Do, cool. Well, you could do that, or you could do like a beheading video. Oh. oh, that's probably Too going soon. a little bit. Uh, Too they, soon. Don't do that. It makes me but, sound like I'm listening but, to your show. On this but episode. you know what I was thinking? <laughs> if you can be a Christian, the reason you sign a Christian band is because there's a lot of people who buy Christian records. Right. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't there be a huge Islamic audience out there? Um, English speaking even? I don't know. I, it's not my style. What style is it though? What do they listen to? I have no idea. People who, I'm but, I mean, Islamic. I don't know, but they're living in America, they're living in England, they're living in France, they're living around the, around the world where they buy the same records everybody else buys. There must be an, a market for it, right, Andrew? I don't know, but if you like, it's just like you want to be part of it, you got to go to the epicenter. So if you went yeah. to the epicenter, you and, and if you've never lived there or listened to it, that you don't really know what the score is, so you can't possibly know how to pick the right stuff. So yeah, it's not an issue. Sorry, Grant. Good idea. It's not a good idea. <laughs> oh well, I just thought there's I'll a research, lot of people. Check it out. Okay, yeah, maybe you heard it here first. Ten, ten percent. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll get some right. songwriters from down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get Ma- get Marty. What's his name? Okay, you guys in So Long Storyland's got a website called SoLongStoryland.com, correct? That's right, and uh, we're on all the social media sites, uh, you know, okay. Nation, SoundCloud, Twitter, whatever. Instagram. Okay, Instagram. Instagram. And we have a link to all you guys on our website, including Danielle's awesome. nutrition yeah. studio. What's it called? Clinic, I suppose, if you'd like to find out how to eat healthy and be healthy. It's right next to the uh, St. James Cheese Factory and, uh, and the wine cellar, right there on Britannia Street. Down Very the good. street from Pizza Dominica, Kyoto. Oh, what a great spot. Yes. So you go to the nutritionist and you can go get a pizza? Yeah, yeah. some of my patients, we go out to eat together. You do? Mm-hmm. Really? Like on a date? No. Um, I also work with a lot of women with eating disorders, so it's a little bit of um, hands-on. Really? Hands-on work, yes. You, can you hear Skype ringing somewhere, somebody? That's you. Is that me? Is that my phone? You don't, you no, don't know your ringtone? I don't know what that is. No, that sounded okay. like Skype was ringing. Hey, let's get out of here, shall we? Let's do it. Thank sure. you so much, everybody, I got a gig for to make Grant. Okay, let's go. Ooh. My special guests today have been Daniel Passera, Stephen Klein, Kim Stevens, Andrew Dubois, and Sophia Preston from So Long Storyland. That's it. Now, the producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director. Our theme song is currently being played by Mitch Foreman, who also wrote it. The fabulous audio quality of the show is brought to you in part by Pre-Sonus Audio Electronics. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour and sit around a table, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. We can also find many other shows called Happy Hour, as well as some of the other shows we produce here at itsneworms.com, including Out to Lunch with Peter Oshudi live from Commander's Palace Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic. 
True to the Game with Chris True, Midnight Menu Plus One with Margo Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada, and Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. You can keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. And all of it we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Those photos were taken by the fabulous and talented Douglas Engel. If you're listening to this show on iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcast app that you prefer, stop everything right now. And take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine hog's head cheese onto a plate. Oh, yeah. As well as fine booze into a glass. They have a three-hour happy hour here down here from four to seven every day. Come and check them out. You won't regret being at Wayfair on Ferret Street. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, for everyone around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at INO, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.